Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast. Like always, I want to welcome you if you are new to listening, and I am so grateful for those of you that take the time to come back and listen to more episodes. So, um, if you don't already do so, please go to my Instagram page at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. I will put it in the show notes for you. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Okay. So, what I want to talk to you today about is something I don't think I've ever tackled before in any way, and that is inappropriate relationships that our narcissistic parent um, may have had with our friends as well as our romantic interests when we were growing up, when we were older. Um, And this topic actually came about for me because I spoke to someone I hadn't spoke to in like 20 years. And at that point, I hadn't spoke to her in like 10. So it's been quite a while, right, since we had really spoken. And it, it turns out that um, she just has uh, become an adult that I want in my life. And I and I want to talk to you. She's very funny. Um and she has made choices in her life that I totally understand. She has a mom who is also um, troubled. I'm not going to diagnose someone I haven't even haven't talked to recently. But the conversation with her made me think of, of several things. Um, but my mom... The reason I was friends with her, I started with my mom, but the reason I was friends with her to begin with was because her mother and my mother, actually both of her parents and my mother used to work together in the late 60s before I was even born, before she was born. We're actually one month apart in age. (laughs) I was born beginning of October. She was born beginning of November of the same year. Anyway, long story short, um, what came about with our conversation, what it, what I realized was the reason that me and her stopped talking was because our mothers got involved in our teenage drama. Um, and that is a number one clue that a parent is enmeshed. I'm not saying that there aren't situations where a parent needs to insert themselves in a situation. Absolutely that happens. And um, I have been a defender of my daughters. But there is a difference between inserting yourself to help and inserting yourself just because you are too involved in your child's life. Your child at 14 starts to have independence. That's all of us, right? You're listening to this because you were the scapegoat, just like me. So at around 14, 15, if you're a girl, it's 14, 15. If you're a boy, maybe a little bit older. Um, 
you begin to be more independent and they cannot stand the idea of you becoming independent from them. So what they do is that they make sure, number one, a lot of times that the friends that you have are people that they have inserted in your life. I have more than one friend that came out of my mother's job back in the 1960s. Um, my mother worked for Citibank in New York City when it was a big deal. And... Um, she had friends and out of those friends I got friends and not only did she give me these friends you know out of her friendships but she also had a way to control me because it was her friends kids so she felt the right to you know insert herself now this story and I don't want to get into my personal story I want to go into more of a broad sense of what a narcissist does. What a narcissist is going to do is they will try and control you 100%. That's it. So, especially if you're trying, like I said earlier, to be more independent, have opinions, have your own friends, right? So, they will do everything they can to insert themselves. In many cases, it's what I just said. In, some, in other cases, it's you have friends, right? You made friends in high school. You made friends from the neighborhood. However, you made friends. And they make sure that they make friends with the parents of those friends so that they can be on top of everything. And, God forbid, you choose a friend that for some... And the reason does not have to be a good one. For some reason, they don't like him. And I had one of those. I was very close to someone. And you know, to be completely honest, she has been cold to me in, in the last, you know, in, in the years after graduating from high school, right? Um, and I think it's just because I don't know if my mom did something or not. You know, I just posted something on Instagram saying that, there's no point in trying to find out what our mothers did um, that we might not know about because it'll just drive us insane. It, it, it's it's more abuse. When you find out new, even if it's old, it's new. <laughs> All right. So um, that's one thing they do is, is they, they befriend the parents. Now, that's normal in a lot of cases, depending on where you live in the country, small towns, everybody knows each other. You know, that's not always um, a trait or a sign or a red flag. I lived in New York City when I was in high school. And I'm talking New York City proper. I'm talking... Um, uh, Washington Heights, if you guys know, um, the guy who wrote, um, Ham, uh, not Hamlet, oh my god, I can't think of the name of the show, Hamilton, Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda, his first Broadway play was called In the Heights, and it's about Washington Heights, that's the neighborhood I grew up in, um, great show, I recommend it, um, I hope he hears this, <laughs> if any of you know him, you know, show him my podcast. Um, I love him, and he he just had a birthday. Anyway, um, it was Manhattan proper, and it was close to the Bronx. It's northern Manhattan. Um, I lived on 184th Street, 
and um, this is not a place where people knew each other. You lived in a building with 60 other, or, you know, 59 other apartments, and you didn't know anybody else, or you knew one or two or three people, and that was it. That's what it was like. So it wasn't like a small town where everybody knows each other. That That's different. But that can cause a lot of problems, too. I, I understand that the small town thing, oh, if you if you go against your mom, it's the whole town goes against you. I get that. And, and I'll tackle that at another time. So the inappropriate friendships and relationships. So they wiggle themselves in. And, um, sometimes they will gang up with another parent from the group who is willing to, um, maybe squeeze out someone they don't like who is a friend of yours. And my mom tried that and I remember that. Um, but as you get older and this is no longer an issue. You're not in high school. You can't control who you're friends with because you're, you work and, and, and you really are more independent and you can choose who you want to be friends with. What happens is instead of them controlling who you're friends with, they will try. And my mother actually succeeded, succeeded in, in trying, but within one situation. But what they will do is they will make friends that are your age instead of their age. My mother is 34 years older than me. She, for the seventies, she had me old. Okay. There's no ways around it. My mother would pick me up from kindergarten and my friends would ask me if that was my grandmother. It's not old in today's standards and it might sound weird, but that's how it was back in 1979 when I was in kindergarten. Right? My mom was, you know, almost 40 and she had a five year old. Seemed weird. Okay. So, um, back to, okay, so you're an adult now, you're making your own friends. So they start making inappropriately aged friends, right? Their friends are not in the right age group. The friends that, in my case, okay, this is in my case. She had friends from Cuba, where she grew up, um, and those are, of course, age-appropriate. But then she had a neighbor, and when I got married the first time, she became very good friends with the neighbor, who was like three years older than me. And I started to notice things like that, and... I said earlier that she, um, was able to force a friendship on me and I'm going to tell you the short version. I don't want to go too much into it, but it was just someone I met, someone I didn't really like. The person shows up at my parents' apartment. I was still living there and my mother opened the door, even though I wasn't home, let her in, made her a milkshake. Boom. She's my friend. And it didn't end well because my mother was involved. And to this day, I don't know what happened 100%. But I do know for sure she was involved because my friend did mention with me pretty much chasing her down to try and understand what happened. 
she, you know, she told me it had to do with my mother, but never said what it was. So I still don't know. And her husband, um, they got divorced two years after they got married. So I'm more friends with him and he doesn't know anything. So, oh, well, like I said before, you're better off not knowing some things. If you don't already know it, don't try and find out about it. Just don't. Um, so that's the friendship thing. They try to still be in your circle and floating around and being friends with their friends. Like my mom has never been tech savvy, but if she had been, it, it would have been guys. I apologize for the interruption. Um, it is kind of late here. It's 1247 AM. I just had inspiration. So I started talking. That's how I do my podcast, right? It's kind of laid back. And I was in the living room and my husband came in because he thought I called his name, but he said he couldn't hear me. So it was, he dreamt that I called out to him. Anyway, (laughs) back to where I was. Um, Let's see if I can go back to where I was in my head here Um, with the inappropriate relationships. Um, The the friend that I lost and I was never ever uh, able to get a straight answer and her ex-husband didn't know and you know I, I the post that I put you know, I said all that um there's another type of inappropriate relationship that doesn't involve friendships and some of you have have written it um remember I I have a support group I'm in a support group so I've read a lot of things that would um some of you would be like holy crap like things are really awful they can go really far so one of the inappropriate relationships can be that they like one of your boyfriends and and I am talking specifically to you girls um I'm going to assume that it happens even more with a narcissistic father and the son where the father has interest in the young girl that probably is a bigger issue and they probably act on it um what the movie that comes to mind is american beauty i saw it recently um again and that's probably what happens more often um but with I've heard and and I know it happened with me but knowing that my mom's facade was is my mother is more of the covert play the victim I was the perfect mother the perfect daughter the perfect student she could never act on something as heinous as physically romantically liking my boyfriend when I was a child and what I mean by child I was 15 16 years old and he was one year younger than me I was he had just turned 14 when we met and what I mean by boyfriend is we hung out and I mean that and I'm not trying to act holier than thou it is the truth I was too young and so was he 
but there's I, I had a few clues and it just maybe a few months ago it occurred to me that this was going on because there was some pressure I always felt from my mother to stay with him even though we were clearly not meant to be together all we did was fight it was awful he was manipulative even at that age um there were a lot of things that he did and there was just too many clues for me to know she was trying to keep me with him but I don't understand why and really the only explanation is she liked him and I can tell you that because she made comments all the time on his looks and yes he was a good looking kid um but you don't comment on a kid's looks I mean I've commented on my daughter's friend's looks but more in uh he's like my son not like in any other way now I took it that way but my mom I mean even to the last time I spoke to her uh, up to that point she was still saying oh Albert is so cute and oops I said his name oh well there's more than one Albert on this planet that's for sure um he's so cute oh he was so cute oh he was so cute and then we break up for good finally and she continued talking to him when I wasn't talking to him and that is a boundary boundary she should not have crossed um I remember being engaged or at least dating but I think I was engaged to my first husband at this point and she was still talking to him it just happens that our birthdays are in a cluster they're very close together his is at the end of September mine and my mother's are only three days apart in the beginning of October and so it was always like a, a thing you know I'd call we'd call him on his birthday she always wished him a happy birthday then he would call my mother on her birthday I'd call and then he'd call me on my birthday but once the relationship is over that's it that's the end of it you're done that's how it should be I'm not I don't interfere my daughter's friendships in any way unless I see danger but my friend my daughter has honestly picked the a fantastic group of friends which if I was her age I would want as my friends you know but I'm not jealous in any way I'm happy for her you know that's how it should be and I've never interfered never 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 interfered in her relationships no matter what kind of relationship it is when it's been a romantic one there was one that I was iffy on because the girl um my daughter is LGBT um and the girl broke up with her on Christmas day and well that just didn't sit well with me you know she 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 was moping around on Christmas day and she got back together but they did break up and the thing is if you step back you can see that they're going to, you give them the space to see it and 
the other thing is we are allowed to make home mistakes right without my mistakes I'm not the person I am today I love that I had the mistakes I made because I am who I am because of them I know what not to do because of them and that's why we have to raise our children with that kind of freedom um and not be like our mothers and our fathers who may have inappropriate relationships and like I said what I mean by that is just any relationship that just doesn't make sense to you why is she friends with someone that's my age so that I could be jealous well that didn't really work so what's the point of doing that you know what's the point of befriending my friend's parents oh I know why because then you know her her parents are gonna be act like you when I'm with her at her house let's say it's just such a manipulation such an evil way of doing things um, to not give your child the respect that they deserve right not give us the respect we deserved and now we live always kind of not having friends and it's not the friends fault or seeing toxicity where there is none right or putting up with too much toxicity from someone I've done them all <laughs> and I'm hoping to learn more like right now in with COVID it's I'm on lockdown anyway but I hope that when I'm out there again and hopefully I'll be able to work again and I start to have socialization with other people again that I'll be able to see the real people behind the facades and you know what your gut always tells you that you just have to listen to it all right I've talked for 22 minutes and 22 seconds um so I'm gonna leave you with that I hope this is an interesting topic for you because you know it doesn't I've not talked about it maybe you haven't thought about like how weird that is but you guys you have to understand some of the things that were normalized as abuse uh, normalized to us are abusive right and that was one of them that all of our friends just magically were connected to our mom somehow and if you felt weirder with a boyfriend because your mom you're not crazy that really happened believe me it really happened um and again all of this knowledge and seeing things clearly comes with the more the more time you are separate from mom the better it is for you right to see things clearly and you don't need to investigate new stuff because it comes to you you see little clues and you're like oh that makes perfect sense now you know so I'm sending you my my love I haven't been very calm and that's why I haven't really recorded uh, a podcast in a few days because I haven't been feeling well my anxiety is through the roof I've been through a lot in the last month or so and and I, I just 
my body said, nope, you're done. You've got to, you know, and there's no way to get away from this. No way to, you know, go away or get away. I'm just stuck here. So I'm sending you my love. And whenever I get an inspiration, I will do a podcast. I didn't mean to have so many days in between. I really didn't. Um, I'm actually going to post this right now because I know some of my listeners listen late. Um, and they're all over the world. So I might just, you know, why not? Why not post it right now? And um, I'll post all the stuff on the on the show notes. Again, send you my love and until next time.